start off, um, you might see my little display. I'm kind of doing a, a, a today a message on homegrown. And um, if you've been with us for any portion of the series that we just finished up, um, we finished up a series called Let's Talk About It the past couple weeks. And one of the things that we did was we took a progression of generations. If you were with us that first week, we had some generations sitting up here and just talking about how to do life together, how to see things through the eyes of someone maybe in a different age bracket from us, how to have a conversation. So we, we spent some time doing that. And then the second weekend was Mother's Day. And then the third weekend, um, Pastor Steve and I had the privilege of kind of team teaching and spending some time talking about how to do relationships, not just marriage relationships, but how to do friendships, how to just do relationships with others around you, what that looks like, how to keep your life out of offense, how to keep your life in the love walk. And then last week, we had such a fun time. I know many people were celebrating Memorial Day, so we were missing a few of you, but um, we had a wonderful time spending time with a panel of um, people up here. Pastor Steve and I were privileged to be a part of that. And then Todd Morrison who plays at the piano, um, him and his wife, Tara. Tara's a middle school teacher at Manio Middle School. And then we also had um, our dear friend, um, my mine just went blank, Britt. Jessica, Jessica Winstead, um, she was with us, and she's a single mom, and so we just spent some time answering questions about parenting. Anybody ever had any questions about parenting? Just three of you. Um, I, you know what is fun? I, I think parenting is a very fun issue, and one, it's a very fun topic to talk about. How many of you know it's very personal? And, but the one thing that's not personal is the word. You know, and so the cool thing is, is the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you and talk to you about how to parent your children. But there's some principles in the word of God that they don't change no matter where you are in the standard. So just kind of a fun topic that we spent some time talking about parenting. And then today we're going to kind of seal the deal on that. A message that the Lord actually started brewing with me back about a year and a half ago. And just kind of put the topper on all of this. And it's called homegrown. But I want to start off by telling you this little fun story. Um, Pastor Stephen... Uh, Back in Ohio, I guess this probably, I don't know, must have been about 15, maybe 20 years ago. Uh, he went and spent some time um, in our town. He went some time ministering in another church. And when he got there, um, the pastor had, you know, like they do, they pick you up and they say, where do you want to go? Thanks. Where do you want to go? That's what all Christians do. They eat. And um, it's our one vice. And so um, he said, where do you want to go eat? And so Pastor Stevens pretty laid back. And he was like, I don't care. Wherever you want to go eat, it's fine. Let's go eat there, wherever. So he said, well, I'm just going to take you to this amazing seafood place. He said, I'm going to take you. And Pastor Stevens thinking, there is no amazing seafood. We're in Ohio. And um, so, and so he said, he's like, you know, he's going along for the ride. Okay, man, great. This is going to be great. So anyway, they pull up to the one and only Red Lobster. And, uh, and so um, he just started laughing. He was thinking, good thing they have some decent cheese biscuits, you know. And, uh, and so this morning, I I'm laughing because, um, because I, I want to let you know that we're going to talk about some homegrown things. There's some things that we consider really important here on the Outer Banks. But if we're not careful, we can settle on the natural things and miss some of the spiritual things. Amen. Father God, we're so grateful. Holy Spirit, I ask. I know you put some words in my heart. Um, even a year and a half ago that you started turning up um, in my heart for this community, for our congregation, for our children, for our children's children. But as we begin to establish your kingdom in the Outer Banks, that the things that have even affected this community, even this week, they're generational. They're generational. And we know that, Father God, it takes 
a group of people, a body of people that believe in the spirit and the things of God to rise up and raise a standard, to raise a standard of the things of God in this place, to break every stronghold, to break the curse of addiction. It doesn't take wimpy people. It takes people that know who they are in Christ. And so I ask that this morning, by my words, that are uttered deep within my heart by the Holy Spirit, that they would settle on us, not just as words that are just heard, but words that transform the way we live, the way we talk, the way we walk. And that we will have a deep understanding of who we are in Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. There's much too make up on, much too much to make makeup on this face to cry. So I need a tissue real quick, or it won't look pretty. Thanks, friends. Thanks. So here in the Outer Banks, we love everything local, right? Thanks, friend. Wow. <laughs> you must really think I'm gonna be. <laughs> um, so we love we love local fish. How many of you love local fish, right? We we lo- even look for restaurants here in the Outer Banks. I think there's like a sign on the door that they can put. Um, that talks about local fish. So you go into those restaurants that say local fish. We love local fruits and vegetables. Heck, we even like our people to be local, right? One of the things that you ask, <laughs> one of the things that you ask when someone comes here, and I, I'm not, I, me and Miss Linda always laugh, like we're, ne- we're never going to be local, but we're married to one, so hopefully we're sliding in on it a little bit. I don't ever use my own personal name. No one really knows who I am, but they know my husband, so I use that as my past, you know? But we, 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 love, we love local stuff. We believe in it. We have a strong sense of that in this community. We, there's such an endearing part. I loved being part of that visual because, honestly, this community, I grew up in a big city about an hour south of, Cle- of Cleveland, Ohio. And so, you know, we didn't have this sense of community where we, I was raised in a church um, of, of a, when I was young, of 1,000 people. And then we pastored in a church of 3,000 people. So there wasn't really that small, intimate thing going on anywhere in my neighborhood in our church and so coming here I have learned so much to appreciate the strength this community comes alongside their people and loves their people and so we believe in such such local things and how many of you've been to the farmers market and Manio and now there's one on the way to Wanchis there's you know we buy these local um, fruits and vegetables we buy our candle heck we even buy our candles local you know everything that we can to do that to to support this community we believe in and so I wanted to tell you I have a friend he's not in this service today um, his name's Dylan Fusler, right? That's how you say his last name, Fusler. Um, he's a local farmer. Um, in is do you know where he's? Is it Hyde County? Dylan, you know Paige's husband. What is it? A husky. So anyway, he's a local farmer. He usually comes to our 10 a.m. Um, service. Anyway, just a super neat guy. He's a, um, he's, a, he's a farmer that actually helps. He's grown up on a farm, but he helps other farmers know how to nurture or um, give nutrients to their land, tells them what crops to do. His wife, Paige, is the 4-H um, instructor here for Dare County. Just an amazing couple, but he's just a sweet, precious guy. And so I asked him the other day, I was like, can you tell me some of the benefits of homegrown? Like, wh- why would someone why would someone want to buy homegrown why would you want to go down to the farmers market why why would you want to do these things and here's a couple
couple things that he said to me that I thought were so interesting. He said, local food often contains more nutrients. Local food often contains more nutrients and is safer for consumption. Safer for consumption. Here's something else. We found this. Um, he said this to me, but we had found it when we were researching some of this. Number two, I thought this was really awesome. Local produce, now check this out. Local produce is allowed to ripen naturally instead of being ripened in transit or forced to ripen early. So the things that you get, they're allowed to ripen in their due season, in their due time. How many of you know that you don't like to eat fruit out of its season? How many of you know that you can tell when May hits and it's really strawberry season, rather than if you get some strawberries in January? You know what I'm talking about? So when you have those things, you're able to, to take from that. What, one other thing that, I, that um, my husband, Pastor Stephen, loves this, um, how many honey eaters do we have in here? Honey, if you're a honey eater, Pastor Stephen loves um, honey, and he always um, calls our friend um, Michelle, Ham um, Michelle, what's her last? Um, Dwight, yeah. Uh, Blair and Michelle, he, and she carries local honey in her um, store, Love and Life. And one of the very interesting things he had heard about this, but one of our um, one of the things about honey that's very interesting is um, local honey contains a blend of pollen. Now check this out: a blend of pollen which can strengthen a person's immune system and reduce allergies. So when you choose to buy local honey and you eat that versus whether, you know, and I'm not, I'm not speaking against anything because I'm speaking for something. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like I'm not anti-foodorama because we went there last night and bought dog food. I'm, I'm not anti-grocery stores because I'm for something. But there are some things that would behoove you and benefit you. If you're going to get some honey because you think it's good for you, you might as well get honey that's really good for you. And actually, that honey will actually help your immune system and make you resistant to allergies. Now, you may wonder, kind of, Pastor Tiffany, hey, where are you going with all this? What's your kind of purpose? You know, what, what's God doing in you? And I'm going to tell you a little story about, um, I guess it's about a year and a half ago, uh, we had the privilege of taking some of our teenagers and some of um, our um, adult leaders to a conference that called Love is Red back in Ohio. We went to this conference, and uh, we were in an afternoon session on Friday afternoon, and we were at this conference, and one of um, our a dear um, young man in his early 30s, um, his name's Josh Pancher. He had grown up with Pastor Steve and I. He, we were actually his preteen pastors when he was a kid. And, you know, um, we had got to that conference, and Josh came out. He's now, actually, he's now starting a church in Fairlawn, um, a branch of Faith Family Church in Ohio. But he began to speak. And how many of you have ever heard somebody that you've grown up with later on in their years speak? And you kind of go in with a little bit of a different feel. And so Josh kind of, a, he's always was a really shy kind of kid, kind of backward, super sweet, super kind, wonderful, but just kind of one of those backward kids. And so we're sitting in this conference. It's an afternoon session. I feel like it was after lunch. Never do after lunch sessions. People sleep. And so he, he, was, he began to preach and he began to talk. And I, I'm sitting there and my mouth literally fell open. And I, I was like, where did you come from? He started speaking some, tr I mean, serious fire was coming out of him. And he, not fire because he's like a really low-key kind of quiet guy, but he was seriously just spouting off some amazing truths. Ama and I looked around, I looked around, and teenagers were like talking, and they were texting. And, and we had a group of some of our 
the staff from Faith Family Church, and I look back, and they were all talking and texting. And I was like, hmm. Kind of got a little irritated on the inside. And I leaned next, one of my very best friends, her name is Jamie Luzecki, I leaned next to her, and I said, they're missing it. And the Holy Spirit within me just said this. Wasn't like her novel voice, but just really that. He said to me, he said, they're missing the homegrown goods. They're missing the homegrown goods. And here's what's an interesting thing. Later that evening, we went to conference again. And it was hype in the room, man. It was loud. Students were yelling. My dog, Peyton and Walker, could have got saved. Like, it was, it was lit. I mean, I'm just telling you, youth pastors were, like, getting their Instagram stories ready. And a, and a well-known speaker, awesome, great guy, honestly, great. I don't have, again, I don't have anything negative to say about him, to say something. But honestly, it was, it was an average. It was an average message. I mean, it was good. It was just average. But it wasn't actually near the revelation that Josh spoke. And the reality of it is, is they wanted somebody from the outside more than they realized the gift from the inside. It's very interesting. This happened with Jesus as well. It says uh, in Mark 6, verses 2 and 3, Jesus was really even dismissed and made light of in his hometown. And in Mark 6, verses 2 and 3, it says this, And the next day... The next Sabbath, he began teaching in the synagogue, and many who performed, I'm sorry, and many who performed such miracles, and they scoffed, and they scoffed. And I looked up the word scoffed, and it says, right here, it says, and made light of. So Jesus is here, he's, he's ministering, he's looking, and he says they scoffed. Now check this out. He's just the what? The carpenter's son the son of Mary, and brother James and Joseph and Judas. And si actually, if you, I must have wrote that down wrong. I want to read it because it's, it's actually that, but I want to get the whole thing of it. I apologize. Mark 6, 2 and 3. Let me read this from here. It says, here we go. And the next Sabbath, he began teaching in the synagogue, and many who heard him were what? Is it up on the screen? Were what? This is a key part. We're amazed. Now check this out. They asked, where did he get all this what? And the what? And the power. So, th so here's the deal. They're seeing Jesus. They're amazed. He's performing wisdom. He's having miracles. And it says, and says, and they ask, where did he get all this wisdom? And then they what? And then they scoffed. So here's an interesting thing. First they were what? And then they what? So first they were what? And then they what? Which is very interesting to me because a lot of times... When we meet people and we first hear them and they first open up their mouth, we're a little bit what? And then we go, oh, your daddy grew up there on that street in that town? Oh, you're probably not that big of a deal. And it says in that verse, it says, he could there do no mighty work, but lay his hands on a few sick folk. I'm just I'm just reaching out to our hearts to ask this question this morning. If there's things and giftings and callings, the things that are put there by God in our, in our, in our children, in our little children, 
in our preteens, in our high schoolers, and in our 20-somethings, even, some, even sometimes if we're not careful, we'll begin to see adults and think, well, I know how you used to live. I know what you, I, I don't think you're capable of functioning in that gift. I, I, don't really, I don't really see you like that. You know, I even look back at Jeremy and I think for the legacy that's been put in him and the things of God that are on the inside of him from his, from his parents and those things, those are gifts and callings. The Bible says you, they're, 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 there's no, you can't take them away from them. But the reality of it is, is we have the ability to bring them out as a community. They can stay dormant in people for years and for an entire lifetime, your gifts and callings can stay dormant in you unless people begin to see you and unless you begin to see you how God's called you to be and when you don't see there are things that the it's very interesting to me and this is the part that's mystery it's very interesting to me how we want to get things from the outside and bring them in like we think an evangelist from the outside can speak better to you than someone from inside the house like we think somebody else from the outside could come to you and lay hands on you and and help you understand the healing power of God rather than honestly if you want to get healed and you want to understand the power of God about healing all you got to do is hang out with my son-in-law Tommy there's so much revelation knowledge because he honestly, that's all he listens to. You could get healed just probably drinking a glass of water after him. Just teasing. It's a joke. But the reality, I don't have to look very far to get understanding and revelation. I don't have to search out there when it's right in here. And there, I'm, I'm watching, um, sometimes Nanny Sarah sends us these pictures of the kids um, ministering. The other week, she sent this picture of Caleb, and because he's in Quest, and we're going to honor our Quest kids in a third service. Listen to me, your Quest kids, they're leading entire services. They're leading, listen, they're doing the praise and worship. They're, in third service, we have um, one of the True Love girls who's going to do the gray card. They function like this in there. They preach the messages. They lead small groups. They so Caleb had like the, he was working with Miss Donna. He had her whole like little bag. He's out there like pulling things out, teaching the lesson. He's functioning in the things of God. In case you forgot, Jesus was found in the temple at 12 learning the things of God. And there's gifts and callings. I want to get to this one part. I'm share a scripture with you. Say, I'm not offended. Because it's the word. Okay, 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 okay. It's the word. And Matthew chapter 18, verse 5 and 6, check this out. It says, and, and I didn't give you this one, so don't worry about it, Carson. And anyone who welcomes a little child on behalf of me is welcoming me. But if you cause one of these little ones who trust in me to fall into sin, it would be better for you to have a millstone tied around your neck and go into the sea. Listen, the you better let that settle in you. These little children, if we, the Bible says that they, when they know me, if you lead them astray from the things of God, you're going to be held super accountable for it. Super accountable for it. He said it'd be better. If a little one who trusts and knows in Jesus, if your lifestyle, if the things that you uphold, if they don't lead them and keep them on the track of God, it's that it'd be better for you. It'd be better. We are actually held accountable for the gifts and the callings and the nurturing of our children and our children's children. What legacy are we leaving for these babies? I'm going to talk to you a little bit about this 
How many in here have ever gardened at all? Gardened at all? Because the thing, this is the thing that the Holy Spirit said to me. We have fresh produce. We, we have produce all around us. But the reality of it is, is the soil is what makes the good produce. Am I right? How many of you got sand for soil at your house? Take on that sand. But how many of you know, we just did some work in Mackenzie's yard. We just did some work. And she got, her yard is stupider than mine. And mine's stupid. But, you know, because it's got, it's got roots and just, it's messy. We spent hours digging and cutting. Me and Caleb were cutting roots like this big. And we're just getting the ground ready, just churning it up and getting it ready. And not only did we just dig, but I'm going to tell you what else we did. We put down some good soil. We put down some good soil. And the reality of it is, is guess what? We are. Say, I am. I am. Look at your neighbor say, you too. And the other one and say, you too. You too. You are the soil. You are. There is a responsibility upon us. There, we are the soil that produces the fruit and the good ingredients and the produce that affects our... Listen, I am so, I, I'm not trying to be unkind. I'm sorry if this weekend rocked your boat, but guess what? It'll keep repeating yourself unless we change the soil. The soil is the problem. And until we value the things of God and put a deep understanding in the roots, because guess what? Our community was founded on these things. I know because when I first moved here and I didn't know a soul, I'd go to um, um, Miss Janine's house and I'd pray with Molly and Miss Janine and Miss Ruby. I'd be, I didn't, I was, this was 12 years ago. I didn't know, nobody was talking to me then because I wasn't a local. So I'd stand on the school line, nobody would talk to me, but I'm telling you, I found myself some people that could change the soil. And they'd get on, listen, they'd rock back and forth, and you'd say one word to Miss Janine in English, and then she'd go, oh, da, ba, da, 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 da. We were, the rest of it was all in tongues. But I'm going to tell you something, they did something about the soil. The soil. The first thing you're going to do, you're going to pick up your rake. Here's the deal about the rake. How many of you know what this does? Turns up the ground. Turns up the ground. See, because before you can plant, you've got to turn up the ground. And I'm going to tell you something about the ground. It takes a lot of humility to turn up some ground. Because what you've got to do is you've got to evaluate your own self. And you've got to look at yourself and you've got to think, you know what? Hey, what, 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 what's in me? What's in me? Because I can't pass on what I don't have. Thanks, friend. Can't pass on what you don't got. Stop complaining about the way your kids are acting and watch what you're living. So you got to turn up the ground. And then once you turn up that ground, because guess what? When you do, it's going to make it ready for planting. It's going to make it ready. And then you're going to get your shovel. This is my favorite one. Actually, no, it's not. It's my second favorite. Here's the thing about the shovel. Anybody in here planted flowers before? Anybody here planted flowers before? Oh, please, come on. The thing about the shovel is, is you got to dig deep. You got to dig deep because he, here's what I know. It's going to rain. And we got some wind here in the Outer Banks. Anybody know what some wind is? We got some wind. And so here, here's the reality of it is, is we got to dig deep. And when I, when, when I plant my flowers, and, and I, 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 go, I dig me a deep, now it didn't have to be wide, doesn't have to be wide. 
Some of you are going way too wide, listening to all this can cause us confusion. Listen, stick, just. Just saying the word. It's got makeup all over my body. Just dig deep. Listen, because you're getting ready to plant something. I don't want to pull your thing out. You're going to plant something. And guess what? The storms of life, they're going to come. I, I'm telling you, I shared this last week one of the services, but you want to know something? One of the things I love about my parents is they're deep. And they're not weird deep. They're just deep. They taught me to tithe when we didn't have money. Honestly. They taught me to walk in love when we were ridiculed. They taught me to walk in peace when the storms of life came. I look back, I just spent some time with Todd and listened to the story. We were, I feel like we were raised very similar. The things of God were rich and deep, and we didn't always like it. But I'm telling you, do you like the way he moves on those keys? The reason you like it is because he's got deep stuff in him. He's got deep stuff in him. Because he doesn't just play an instrument. He's filled with the Holy Spirit and functions in the Holy Spirit. That's what you like about him. He's deep. Things of God. Dig a deep and put your baby seeds in there. Put our children's seeds in there. And guess what? If you think you're exempt because you don't have any, yes, you do because you are in a family and they are all, they're all in those nurseries. And they're over in Gospel Factory. And guess what? Their mamas aren't just responsible for them. We're responsible for them as a church. I'm letting you know that you will be held responsible for the sheep that you shepherd. How many know what this is? One thing my mama did was she made us, anybody have to pull weeds? I hated pulling weeds. We, we lived, we, you know, we didn't live, we lived in the city, so we had a lot of sidewalks. Anybody pulled weeds between sidewalk cracks? For the love. For the love, for real. Mom, listen, my mama, we ironed shirts, we ironed hankies, pillowcases, and we pulled weeds. And we didn't have no beach to go to. So that's all we did all day. So here's the thing, though. My mama left one of these out for me. And she, she, my mom worked. I was one of those latchkey kids. I turned out okay. So, so she would leave for work, and I'd wake up in the morning, and she'd have me a list of things. And she'd say this. I, we don't have a digger, a weed digger up here, but it's one of those flat things that's got like a one little notch, like a tooth, like a thing. And she'd say, I left the digger out for you. Thanks. And the knee pad. And she'd say, now you work your way down the sidewalk. And you get on your knees. And you dig up those weeds. Because I planted some flowers. I planted me some stuff. I planted me some peonies. I planted those impatience. And I don't want the weeds choking them out. So you get on your knees. And don't just pull the leaf either. You pull the root. 
you get your fingers a little bloody sometimes. Because you've got to dig in there in that cement. And if you had your nails done, you were done messed up. Because you had dirt all in your fingers. I'm going to tell you something. We're not spending time on our knees. And because of it, we got weeds. I'm, I'm amazed. We have Tuesday night prayer. We almost do all the work for you, for the love. Hannah sings her guts out. We worship the Lord. We pray in English and we pray in the spirit. But if you want to know why some things stay off of some people and some other things get on people, it's because they pray. Do you know want to know something? What Pop said? Never again. Just from undue circumstances and some different things going on, we canceled prayer for the whole month of May. Shame on us. We've had an outbreak in the Outer Banks. An outbreak in the Outer Banks. You know what? I feel like God's holding us responsible for it. We really do. We, we sense the heaviness and the responsibility. Not that we're all in everything, but I'm going to tell you, it says the prayers of the righteous man make what? Much power available. Much power available. Instead of you trying to do things and help your kids be, listen, it's amazing to me. How many of you have ever played ball in the yard with your kids? Play ball in the yard with your kids. You want them to be good. Listen, you better coach them on this. Better coach them on this. They need to know how to be on their knees and know the things of God. They ought to know what it sounds like to hear They ought to know. They ought to hear your name, their name being called out like Pastor Stephen's mom used to do. Lorette used to be in that room just going, Oh, Stephen! When he'd walk by. And he might have been annoyed. But he ain't annoyed now. He's thinking, I got a legacy of a praying mama who carried me through when the weeds were in my life. <laughs>